Hello, everyone. Today I'm talking about the three foods you should not include in your diet. And by diet, I just mean whatever foods you choose to eat on a regular basis. Now, oftentimes when I'm searching things on the internet, I see a lot of, you know, those ads on the side of my page that say, buy foods you shouldn't eat to avoid belly fat and all that fun stuff, which I know is great clickbait, but also really instills food fears and food phobias for many of us. And I don't know about you, but I have a long experience with dieting and every time I dieted and failed, the list of foods I would, you know, set as off limits or, you know, things I needed to restrict got longer and longer. And they normally stemmed from posts that I'd seen or books that I'd read or diets that I'd followed at some point. And as that list got longer, it made eating on a diet and eating, you know, during non-diet phases really challenging because no matter what, I still had those fears in the back of my mind that if I were to eat X or Y, I would instantly put on a lot of weight and undo all my efforts. And the reality is that's just not true. The only foods you should not include in your diet are foods that you're either sensitive or allergic to. And by that, I mean, okay, a clear nut allergy. Yeah, don't eat it. But also foods that you're like, oh, every time I eat that, I notice I get really bloated or I feel like crap after because I look almost, you know, three months pregnant. Those are foods that your body's letting you know, like, hey, you know what? I'm having a really hard time digesting this or processing this. And while you're not necessarily going to die from eating it, it might be something that you consider moderating how much or how often you eat that. And for some of us, it might just not be worth eating that at all. All right, next thing, foods you dislike. There is no need to eat anything in particular, no matter what your goals are. If your goal is to lose weight, you don't have to stick to a really restrictive food list. There's nothing wrong with eating foods from every food group. You don't have to cut out or eliminate carbs. You don't have to cut back or eliminate on nut butters if you love those. You absolutely need to include foods you love in your diet. That's essential. So unless you don't like it, keep it there. And lastly, now this might be one which not everyone agrees with, but as a nutrition coach and someone who works with a lot of people who have struggled with binge eating or restrictive eating, foods that trigger binges are a food group or just foods in general that, you know, it might be beneficial not to have at home and maybe to avoid eating for now. Now that doesn't have to be something that you avoid long-term or for life, but if you're someone who really struggles with a certain food and every time you eat it, it results in a spiral where you eat everything in sight and then either that binge makes you feel like crap or you binge and purge. And as a result, you feel, well, shameful, you feel unsuccessful and you feel like you're having to start all over because you've, you know, quote unquote, fallen off the wagon. And I know there's some people who will say, oh, well, you shouldn't really have to restrict anything. But as someone who has struggled with binging and, you know, still there's certain foods where I won't buy like chips, for example, chips. I love them. But every time we have them around, I'm kind of like, "Ooh, I love them so much until I have found the bottom of the bag. And then after that, I'm just like, oh, screw it. I've already had, you know, a thousand calories worth of chips. Might as well go to town on this and that. And before you know it, I've had several thousand calories that really just were unnecessary. And it all started with 
my chips. So for me, I don't buy chips, but I am now at a place where I will, if I want them, I will have them, but I will go out of my way to purchase a single serving bag, enjoy it, and then move on with my day. But like, even when we have guests over, I don't buy the big bags of chips because I find it's just a little bit of a tricky situation for, for me personally. But once again, everyone is different. It's really important to, you know, experiment with trial and error and what works for you long-term, but there's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, this isn't working. I need to make some changes. So don't ever feel like you need to cut out carbs or cut out your favorite foods in order to make progress. That's absolutely not true. At the end of the day, it's going to be moderation. That is your friend, whether it's eating, you know, quote unquote junk food or eating out a lot. Moderation is the only thing that's going to help you reach your goals because there definitely is such a, is such a thing as a surplus of calories from healthy foods and whole foods. So don't think that just because something is labeled unhealthy, you can't include it. It's going to be the portion sizes you include in your day and week that are going to get you the results you want to see. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram at justget.fit. Or if you have any questions, email me at Nikki at justget.fit. I'm also available for one-on-one coaching and you can email me, like I said, at Nikki at justget.fit.